Welcome to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast, presented by Zenium HR. I'm your host, Brandon Laws. Whether you're an HR professional or a small business leader, each episode of this podcast is designed to bring you the latest in technical HR and leadership at your convenience. More content is available on our website at www.zeniumhr.com. Let's dive into today's topic. Hey, welcome back to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Laws, and it's good to be back with you. Hey, in today's episode, I was lucky enough to have an in-person conversation with Greg Bell. He is the author of Water the Bamboo, which was a very popular book. And what's interesting is that he's somewhat of a local celebrity in the Portland, Oregon area. So uh, luckily, I had an in-person conversation with him about his new book, What's Going Well? The Question That Changes Everything. And we had a really fun discussion. We really started out discussing the book and uh, why he wrote the book and how it's really supposed to change uh, the mindset of, of people as individuals uh, to a positive mindset. And how then we really discuss how it translates into the workplace and how you could build a what's going well organization. So I think you're really going to love this conversation. Greg has great stories, lots of great examples. And it was just a fun discussion. And as part of this podcast, uh, which is coming up here in a second, I want to do a giveaway for this book. So I'm going to do, I'm going to give away three books and three journals. So six total, because they have the what's going well book. And then there's a 90 day companion journal. So I'm going to give away three of each. And I'm going to do that randomly based on two things. One, uh, if you write us a review on Apple podcasts, and uh, it's got to be a written review. So five stars, written review, and then screenshot it, email me, which my email address is in the show notes, or you can screenshot it and send me a LinkedIn message. That's fine too. So that's one way. And I'll put you in for a drawing there. And then second option is you can tweet at us. So share this, this episode with some sort of commentary. Tag me at Brandon Laws and tag Zenium at Zenium HR. And that's all you need to do. And that puts you in a drawing for the books. So I'll step out of the way. Enjoy the episode with Greg Bell, author of the new book, What's Going Well? The Question That Changes Everything. Okay, I got uh, a special guest with me. Uh, he said before we started recording that he doesn't do a lot of media type interviews. So I either know the right people or I was privileged enough to know you. But Greg Bell, you're on the podcast. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much, Brandon, for having so me. So your previous book, Water the Bamboo, that's been a success over the years. Yeah, it's done very well. And uh, I appreciate the fact that people enjoy the book and the concept. And I get a lot of... Uh, people coming up to me, Hey, you're the water, the bamboo guy. Yeah. That's kind of fun to hear, but, uh, you know, it's, you know, super exciting to, 
It's a good book. It's a it's a very foundational book. It, a lot of people, especially in the Portland, Oregon area, talk about it. You're somewhat of a local celebrity around here, I'd say. What have you been up to the last was it nine year nine ten years since you wrote that book? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of speaking engagements and uh, leadership training, and you know, keynotes at conferences and that. Um, and I. I've spent the last four or five years writing another book. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. What, what is that new book? The new book, the title of it is What's Going Well? The Question That Changes Everything. Why that Why that question? What, <laughs> like, how did you, why did you even write this book in the first place? That, I know there's a story behind that question. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think that uh, the primary reason I wrote the book was, it's kind of a funny story because I, I have had a buddy that I saw at the coffee shop and he just didn't, didn't look very good. And I asked Really? Yeah, he just looks oh, sad. So you just knew that yeah, yeah, something was going a, on. Yeah, he's like a happy dude. He's one of those guys everyone has in their community. He's got, you know, foster kids and uh, he's got, you know, stray cats and he's trying to save the world. But that particular day, he just didn't look that good. So I came up to him and I asked him, uh, what's going well? Which is interesting because I think most people would say, what's wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. So why, why, like, why that question though? Well, it's kind of a funny story, Brandon, because I asked him the question and he goes, you know, I'm getting along better with my wife and my kids are doing better in school. And he kept talking about 30 minutes into it. I, and I realized, Hey, I, I got to go to a meeting. <laughs> I got to get out of here. But I looked back at him and he had this big smile on his face. And I want to say three weeks later, he calls me, he says, Greg, thank you so much for asking me that question. And I was like, well, what, what question? He said, you asked me what's going well. And I don't really recall asking him what's going well, <laughs> but he, he, but I did remember him talking about all these great things in his life. Yeah. And he said, I've used that question with my wife, my coworkers. It's a great question. And uh, thank you so much. And, you know, when I hung up the phone, I had this just kind of a, I don't know, funny feeling because I was happy that I helped him, but I realized I'd never really asked it of myself. I'd never asked myself what's going well. I'd never done that specifically. And so I went on this journey of asking myself in the morning, what's going well? I come up with three things going well. And at the end of the day, I'd say, what went well? I start using the concept with some of my clients and people I know. And it's just helped, helped people so much that I thought, well, you know, if I write another book, you know, this will, that'll be, be that it. question. Yeah. yeah. What's so, what's powerful about the way that question's framed and what you're, what it's doing to your brain. Yeah. It obviously gets you thinking about probably the positives versus focusing on the negatives. But what have you, what did you find in your journey? Just in me, just in my own journey, I remember, you know, good days are easy to find things going yeah. well, but I just remember on bad days or when things weren't going well, how much it picked me up. I mean, just really small things that allowed me to sort of savor on these really good things. Uh, even on rainy days, I'd say, well, you know, it's, at least we're getting rain and it's green or uh, it just simple things. I mean, just imagine, you know, it's free rain falling from the sky, <laughs> you know, just things like that. Like that would actually have me, uh, just be more grateful. I mean, yeah. it, honestly, that was sort of, and that, that attitude just honestly helped me be happier, helped me be more productive, uh, all kinds of things that it, on a personal level yeah. really helped me a lot in the in your book i uh, can't remember exactly what chapter it was but you had an example and i think this is a experiment that's probably been replicated many times as a lot of academics do there's an experiment where they divided participants into f a few different groups one would uh journal about their problems mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting right. like so whatever's happening in their life it's all negative stuff another group wrote about events that's maybe affecting them in some way I'm going to assume negative. And then the other group focused on great, like what they're grateful for. So they're journaling this over time. What was 
the result of that experiment. It's astounding that uh, people that wrote about things that weren't going well, well, they, their, you know, happiness level and optimism, uh, actually pessimism, actually what really would happen, it went, you know, uh, went in that direction. People that were just writing just generally kind of, it was pretty neutral, but people that talked about things going well in their lives, their optimism and happiness uh, went up, their productivity, their health, all kinds of things. Uh, it helped them in so many different ways. And for me, uh, it sort of validated what I had experienced. You know, when I look at all the research and studies on journaling about gratitude, it, it just sort of, I actually personally experienced that from my health to my career to all kinds of things. And I think this idea of what's going well uh, is so important that I actually created a what's going well journal, a 90 day journal to sort of accompany that so people will actually uh, use it. And, and think about it from that perspective. So and when you were going through the journaling process, probably before you even started this book, did you go through 90 days of journaling or was it just all the time and you felt like 90 days was a really good way to build that habit? Well, I think that 90 days is sort of, I, I do a lot of 90 day yeah. sort of planning for my, my business. And I actually asked a lot of my clients <laughs> to do it. So, you know, you know, it's just three months, right? Yeah, You better practice what you preach. Right. Like. But for me, I thought that, that, uh, you know, how do you create a habit? Yeah. Uh, and I think 90 days would be great, but I also think that I know I will continue to do this for the rest of my life, but everyone has this habit, unfortunately, of thinking about what's going wrong. I, I mean, totally we, we, yeah, we, we think about it a lot. It's in the paper. It's, you know, you think about it when you first did your, your paper in school, they marked all the things you got wrong, not the ones you got right. I really believe in, you know, uh, focusing on our strengths because we have a lot of strengths, but I think that creating that habit, it'll take, it'll take a while to, to, for people to do it. It's, it's not a one, one shot deal where I can just think about what's going well around Thanksgiving or a holiday or something, but That's it's a really some, good, good point because I think naturally people would think about all the, the good moments, right. reflect back on that versus like all the other days in between. There's a lot of days in between. Right. Right. And I think that's important. I think you can cultivate it and I think it builds up like a muscle. Yeah. It's just, if you can sort of, one analogy I use in the book and I think about a lot is, is the difference between eating and dining. Like in dining, you could actually have the same food that you would eat. It could be a peanut. You could actually dine on it. I mean, you could actually savor that. And the reason I, I think it's important to savor the good is that your brain, unfortunately, when, when something good happens, it goes into your short-term memory. Something bad happens, it goes immediately into your long-term memory. So thinking about what's going well actually helps it go into your long-term memory. Wow. Especially if you journal about it and really write and and think about it and talk about it. Yeah. So there, there's an interesting part of the book where you, there's so many quotes I actually pulled through um, about the what's going wrong mindset. So there's one I wanted to pull up because I think it's relevant in today's world of, of social media. And I know you're only there really for business purposes mostly, yeah. but the, there's the keeping up with the Joneses thing is it's real on social media, especially when you're on Instagram and fake book, as I like to call it. <laughs> but you, you had a quote, it says, since we really don't know the Joneses or the struggles and challenges they face, attempting to mirror their lives is unhealthy and unrealistic, end quote. And I, I, I like that quote in particular because you only see the good yeah. of what's going on and you it, naturally you would probably think this i don't have that right i need that and you're constantly we were talking about this before we started recording constantly striving for something that yeah. is more and so you're internally just never happy right why and, is that wrong well i think it's i think that the the i appreciate you sort of pointing out that quote because one of the things that it sort of occurred to me when i was sort of writing that and thinking about that was everyone's had 
you know, we have these carefully created social media post you know no one's putting out their bad stuff you know look at my i do every once in a while like hey my kids are monsters like check this out yeah but i think that you know for the most part people are trying to put their best foot forward which makes sense yeah right but uh, but when we look at people's lives and look under the hood you know it's like it's probably not like that you know so for me it's it's sort of like the wizard of oz you know he's like you know don't look behind the curtain (laughs) you know and and there's you know you know i think if we're real with ourselves then we we would uh understand that i think that part of it is you know, one analogy I like to, to use is sort of like the way you tell the difference between a real diamond and a fake one is the real one, the real one has flaws, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that a lot of people have flaws. It's not, I, I don't think there's anyone on earth that's perfect, you know, uh, well, except my wife, but, uh, she is pretty perfect. Yeah. I've met her. <laughs> I know her, but you know, it, but you know what I'm saying though? It, it, it feels like this idea of perfection. Yeah. Is, is is it's false you know it doesn't it doesn't even make any sense and then we see other people's lives they think we think they have this epic life but what's behind all that you know it's sort of like the shiny car that has no engine and so i think that it's important for us to recognize that and focus on what's going well for us individually absolutely and uh no matter where you are you can find something going well no matter yeah. where you, your status in life is and what's weird about that is if you feel better you'll start doing better. You'll be more productive. It mm-hmm. actually is like a little engine mm-hmm. to get you going. So I think it's important to recognize that. What's the balance of, you know, focusing on what's going well and and talking about all the positives in your life versus, you know, I really like Brene Brown's work on, yeah. on vulnerability. Oh, yeah. I think she's got some really powerful work. And I think being aware of, of some of those things that are, you know, eating you alive or just, you know, getting it out. Yeah. That, that's therapeutic too. So what's the balance between those two sides? That's a really good question. I think that for me, the balance is, I think you start with what's going well. Mm-hmm. I think it'll give you optimism and hope to deal with those challenges. And then I think once you sort of get in this habit of looking at what's going well, I, I even advocate for organizations that I work with to start with that question mm-hmm. in a meeting, what's going well. And then later deal with the challenges and the problems because it'll give you optimism and hope that you're doing things right and then dive into those issues. Because if you go into those issues with optimism and hope, your chances of sort of accomplishing your goals are really, uh, I I believe they go up tremendously. But I think you're right. I think it's, when I talk about what's going well, it's not actually to avoid that. In fact, I have a chapter called, uh, you know, what about when nothing's going well? Uh, and in that chapter, I talk about the fact that when I was writing the book, this is crazy. <laughs> yes, please do tell that story. It's, a, it's, it's sad. I had this feeling that it was you, <laughs> and uh, I was uh, kind of heartbroken at the end of that. And I'm like, you got to rewrite this whole thing. And I'm, I'm sort of thinking, like, why don't you keep it back up? <laughs> well, I had the, the book all, you know, written you out me. in my car. You know, I'm old school, right? All these journals and research. And, you know, someone busted the window and took my backpack. And I'm sure they dumped the book and the contents, but, uh, you know, kept the computer and stuff. But I think it's just a funny thing because I was writing a book about what's going well. <laughs> and how do you find what's going well out of somebody breaking into your car and stealing the only manuscript you know, for this uh, book that you had? Brandon, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think, it, you know, when I, I reflect back on it, I mean, that was a few years back. But when I reflect back on it, I did think about what's going well. Yeah. And I think that got me back on track. It wasn't like I raced back to the office and started writing again, but it, it did help, help me think about, man, what a great story I'll have to tell from the stage it's about true. what's going well, when the, you know, actually got stolen or, 
I, I thought about that. I thought, well, I mean, I didn't catch the person. I didn't get hurt. You know, I, there's all kinds Great of things point. that were, that went well with that. I mean, also, you know, you think about it, I've done the writing before I can do it again. I know where the research is. I can find those books again. You know, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't all lost. You know, it didn't take my brain, you yeah. know, which is, you got to, I'm sure you have a better version now. Yeah, there you go. At least that's what I tell yeah. myself. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So in, in, in situations like that, and if you're, if you're journaling what's going well, like how specific do we need to be? Like, so if, let's take that example of somebody breaking into your car right. and you're going to find some positives in that. Right. Didn't get hurt. Whatever. How specific do we need to get about that? That's a, that's a terrific question. I think that, I think the more specific you can be, the better it'll, it'll help you. Not because, just like I had a good day. Or, yeah. You know. I think if we can be really specific and typically it's funny about this, that's, you know, I, I, I hope I wrote about this. I think I did. But one of the things that it's interesting is that if you get really specific about the things going well in your life, they're going to be connected to other people. You know, it's it's interesting. I mean, I remember when that happened, you know, immediately called my wife. She calls the insurance. She sort of calms me down. It was very interesting. You know, it, it just all the things that happened. And when I told my friends about it, there, uh, the empathy for it, gosh, bummer, but keep writing, you know. So it was interesting when I thought when I as I think about it it was all connected to people and the support around me to to keep going really to keep going with anything I think that that if we get specific I think it's always connected to somebody else and yeah. that's an important part of gratitude and what's going mm -hmm. well I think so I think uh, in today's world where devices are always connected to us I think it's making I'm just making some general statements here and, and maybe there's data to back this up but it's, I think it's making us a little bit more miserable um we're the media is always attached. We're always seeing like who just died in the media and you know, the latest war and all these things that are happening. So it's all just negative. And we, I think you and I, before, when we first met, we were talking about how, you know, I don't watch the news. Yeah. I, I think it's really negative. You had a quote in the book that says, use devices, but don't be used by them. What right. do you mean by that? Well, I just meant that I think that when we were sold devices, computers and iPhones and all these things we have, I think when we sold them, we were told two things would happen. Mm -hmm. We would uh, work less and we'd use less paper. <laughs> Neither of those are true. Nope. <laughs> and But I think that the devices have sort of taken control of us in a lot of ways. I mean, uh, you know, so what, what I mean by that is I think it's okay to use devices and uh, have them, but just, you know, with moderation, you know, yeah. everything in moderation. But I also think that it's important to focus on this, even like I say, this question, what's going well, it's a, a terrific icebreaker. I mean, for few, it sure is it, you, when you're talking to somebody about what's going well, you're talking about something they truly care about and they truly value, give you insight to what's happening in their lives. I asked that question to baristas at the coffee shop. It's amazing what I hear. You know, one, well, they're probably taken off guard. They're like, oh, nobody's ever asked me right, this question before. Right. And I, I've heard all kinds of things. It's sort of like, uh, uh, recently, uh, one of the baristas, he told me he's getting married. It was just a great conversation. And I know I felt better. Yeah. I'm sure he did too, being able to sort of express what's really happening in his life. But I think that, and we didn't do that through a social media post or yeah. whatever. And I think that, you know, my iPad has never shook anyone's hand. You know, it just, and so the, the news though, it preys on our reptilian brain that that's the reptilian brain wants to know the negativity. Yeah. It's just sort of wired to know that. 
And I think we need to fight against it. Yeah, you no, know? I agree 100%. Yeah. I want to shift over to the workplace a little bit. This We got a lot of HR people and small business leaders listening to this podcast. And I'm sure they've heard this before, but uh, something we hear at work a lot. Thank God it's Friday. Glad this meeting's over. What do you think about those statements? I know you've heard those before. Yeah. And what would you, how would you reframe it? Oh, yeah. You're trying to make me scream. I yeah, hate right. that. Oh, thank I God it's Friday. Phrases. I hear it all the time. I oh, yeah. hate that. Like, especially if you go, you're going to some place for service and they say that to you. It's So what they're saying is, I don't want to be with you. <laughs> I'm going, man, wait a second. I want to be somewhere else. I'm like, no, yeah. no. And I think that it, it kind of, I, I think that's part of the reason I think uh, what's going well works great at work because people spend, spend a lot of time at work. Uh, work is, you know, one of the last places people are appreciated. I think the studies show that 65% of the people out there are going, I'm never appreciated at work. Mm-hmm. So when I think about that, I think that we should have what's going well cultures in our work. When I do my work, I focus on three things. I focus on culture, I focus on teams and that team's practices. But culture is the one that I think is the one that people get stuck on. But imagine if you worked at a place that that uh, what's going well was the culture and that mindset. Yeah. How how powerful that would be. You would actually want to be there a bit more. You wouldn't be wanting to race out. And I think that 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 I think is on all of us. And I think a lot of times we look to our leaders to show appreciation. I don't think that's really fair. I think we should all figure out how to do our own what's going well mindset and create our own what's going well within our own uh, mm-hmm. cultures. Because I think that that it, it can start from the bottom and around. It can start, it can go anywhere. But I, I think, um, you know, I, I get it. Work is hard. You know, it's not like... And we're all doing our own thing. Yeah. And, you know, people get wrapped up in their own little world. Makes sense. And then people, you know, are going to miss their families and all that. I yeah. get that part. I think that's important. So while we're at work, be at work. And when you're at home, be at home. And I think those two are really important to do. And I think we do what's going well at work and we do it at home. Yeah. And uh, those are important. But I, I think that, I don't know. One of the things I think about is if we could just figure out how to show up everywhere we are and not want to be anywhere else. I agree. Well, especially if you're around people that and you show that you don't want to be there, then what, <laughs> like everybody else is going to have the same mentality. Think about being in like a team meeting or right. you're doing like a, you're doing a, a leadership offsite or coaching a, a group of people and right. like they all are so negative and they show that they don't want to be there. Like how, yeah. how does that make you feel? Yeah. I think we, we just, there's no I, gratitude in that. No <laughs> gratitude, but I think it, uh, attitude is contagious. I mean, sure I is. think it's, it really is. And I think that's why, you know, if somebody came up to you and said, Brandon, I want you to be more grateful. Uh, it probably tick you off, but if they came up to you and said, what's going well, it'd make you think, it'd make you reflect. And if you're willing to share what's going well, it, I think it would help you and them. Yeah. And I think that that's one way we can shift our workplaces. Ask, just keep that question going in our, in our lives, but also journal personally about it. I think that talking about what's going well, there's some vulnerability there, right? 100%. I'll actually give you a personal experience. So the first time I met you in, in person, uh, you had asked me that question. And this is before I even knew you had a book. And I literally paused because nobody's ever asked me that question. And you really have to think. It's it's crazy because it does shift. Your brain does shift. You have to think about what's going well, like all the positives that's going well. Because you, you want to be specific in, in your right, answer. Right. You don't want to give some vanilla right. response. Sure. And, and so I, I think it 
if you could bring it into the workplace, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I think the pause is important though for people. What, what I'm saying there is we're not in the habit of being asked the question. So we're not in the habit of answering that question. So uh, one of the things that can happen though, is I think we can see if we ask somebody what's going well, and there's a pause there, be patient and don't ask the question. If you don't have time to listen, hmm. it's really important. Uh, you know, it's sort of like, you're expecting fine and walk away. Yeah, like when you're walking through the hall and you're like, "How you doing?" Yeah, like you really don't. Yeah, care. So if you if you <laughs> you have to sort of be patient with that question, be patient with people because they're not used to yeah. thinking that way. Yeah. And also, you know, it depends on the trust level too. So as you build trust with people, they'll go deeper with what's going mm-hmm. well for them. But it's an important question to sort of stay in because if you, it's sort of what I uh, what I always think about. If you ask. Uh, lousy questions you're gonna get lousy answers all day long and our life i think is determined by the questions we ask ourselves you know that whole like idea of happiness and all these things people are chasing that perception is going to be determined by how you frame the questions that you're asking it really is and i think what's going well is one of the most powerful questions we can ask ourselves and each other i mean and just thinking about it i know this is in your book but Two places in particular where I think if you're trying to build a culture of, of, of what's going well culture and really build that that gratitude and positivity throughout, I would think one-on-one meetings and uh, probably department meetings or, you know, if you have regular department meetings, because you could start each meeting yeah. probably by asking that question, right? Right, absolutely. And I think that teams that do that, I, I, you know, I write about this a bit in the book, but I think it's a competitive advantage. If you think about this individually, you know, two, two people, say they just lost their jobs, one is thinking what's going well and one's thinking what went wrong. Yeah. Just one has this victim mentality and one has this optimism and hope. They go in for the interview. Who are you going to hire? The one that's thinking what's going well. The one that's focused on that. It's <laughs> an obvious answer yeah, it's, right yeah, there. Yeah, it's pretty, it's kind of a <laughs> silly question, but. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good thought because I, I think we're so, like a lot of people are just so negative and automatically go there. Mm-hmm. But yet we know the answer to that question that you just, mentioned yeah it's like we're gonna hire the the positive one right (laughs) well it's i think it's hard for people because we're bombarded with that but also i think we're educated that way yeah um like i was saying like in school your papers are going to be graded that way we're sort of trained to be problem solvers and issue spotters Mm -hmm. and all those things but i'm saying use that same brain to find the good use that same brain to find what's going well and you'll see it more you know, you, it's like if you're driving your car down the road, you see it all the time. And I think the reason you see it all the time is because you're sitting in it. What if you were always sitting in the what's going well mindset? You'd see things going well all around you. Yeah. And that's so important, uh, you know, especially at work. I think particularly there because I think we spend so much time there, you know, so much energy there. Mm-hmm. And also it can help us be more productive. It can be more fun, mm-hmm. uh, better health. People sleep better that think about what's going well. It's a lot of benefits. And so on that note, I, I think in the workplace, what's going well, when you really reflect it back on other people, not just necessarily asking that question, but showing gratitude and appreciation, I think those are really powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the best time to do that? And I think <laughs> <laughs> The best time? <laughs> when it happens, man. I think that's right? it. Yeah, you don't wait. I think it's funny about that. Like People uh, wait, though. I don't get it. Why uh, do people wait? I think the waiting part is fascinating. I think we're just... One, I, I think it's, there's just a couple things going on. One is we're not used to it, really. People aren't used to, you know, doing it. 
And those who are, you know, are, but I think for the most part, people aren't used to it. And also I think the waiting like to the appreciation day or I don't know, performance review or whatever. uh, Yeah, it is because it's sort of like you wouldn't wait that long to refuel your car. No, like you just wouldn't wait. You'd say, well, the tank's on E and it's going to die on you. Yeah, it's going to die on you. Actually, you had a great quote and I I wrote this because it's a perfect, you know, tie into this. You said, unexpressed appreciation is like wrapping a gift and not giving it oh man it's crazy yeah it's, it, it is so true though yeah. it's like you did all the work to wrap the gift this, this person went above and beyond did whatever they did and then you didn't even give them the opportunity to yeah. see that gift yeah. which is that appreciation yeah i think that also you know the other piece of this though you know and it's it's an excuse but people are super busy running around i i, I don't know uh, too many people right now, they're going, gosh, you know, I got a lot of time. You know, I got too much time on my hands. Yeah. But the idea of sh- acknowledgement and appreciation doesn't take a lot of time. I think you can make that, you know, part of your d- weekly, mm-hmm. daily routine to make sure you acknowledge people who are helping you out. And I think it can help them and you. Yeah. It's a double dip, right? Yeah. So what about thing, when things aren't going well in the workplace or in our personal lives? I mean, you had a you had a, another great quote: "Rough seas make better sailors," right? <laughs> so I think like I think what you'd probably say to that is, they're, they're, "We're going to experience tough times. Oh, it's be the rough waters. I, so what do we do with that though?" Whenever I experience rough rough, rough waters, that's good. Whenever I do experience those rough waters. What I do is I go, whoa, what I'm about to learn here. Like what, you know, actually anticipating the learning. Yeah. Like, oh, this is going to be a lesson. Oh, my word. What am I going to learn? I can't wait. And that's sort of, you know, from years of practicing what's going well. I mean, really, that's years of it. But I think that for people who don't have that experience, I think the dips are the best time to ask what's going well. They're the by far far the best times to ask not when thing not when you're winning it's actually when you're losing should you be asking the question and why do i say that because that actually will give you if you ask yourself what's going well when things aren't going well you will actually find them and those little kernels will actually get you to take the next step and the next step and the, sort of dig yourself out of the hole in, in, in a lot of ways i think that's the the key as it is i mean I know I've had had examples in my own life, but I think there are exam. I mean, everyone can think of an example of when things aren't going well. Sort of somebody um, throws you a lifeline. You know, even right now as we're doing this recording, there are fires going all over in California. It's crazy, yeah. Nuts. I text a friend of mine, and in fact, she helped me edit the book. But one of the things she said in, in that her her house is i mean she showed me a picture of our her where her house is located the street is torched oh my god and her husband's uh spending the night with friends and her text was it's great to have friends i mean mind-blowing right wow great to have friends i mean in that context think about that like she could have easily gone the other way yeah like that. oh my house and all this yeah. stuff. she's no it's what's terrible. going well yeah. no i got I have great, friends that great. can you know, so you obviously made say, an impact with this, with the content of your book. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. <laughs> I mean that that part's uh, real. Yeah. I mean it's not, it's not some just random thing. I think impact is really what I'm after in my life. I mean having Im- real impact on real people, whether it's on a personal level or professional level, to have great lives. So besides, in the meetings we have at work, what are some other ways to implement this? What's going well? I, I mean, I know you talk about like book clubs and other other things like that, but what are some other tangible things that people could do at work? Yeah, I think that uh, what I encourage people to do is particularly is to actually journal. 
do the what's going well journal. I think that's a really good thing. Cause I think if we have it individually, mm -hmm. then we can have it collectively. I think it's an inside out job. So in other words, if I'm a leader of a team, I don't want to have, Oh, those people do the what's going well and I'm, I'm okay. No, I think we all should sort of do that, do it from that perspective. But one of the, one of the uh, ideas I really like is having a what's going well wall, you know, where you can put have yeah. a, in, your, in the workplace where you can put up what's going wells that are going on. So you can sort of put it in a visible place where people can see it, read it. Uh, read it and think about it. You could also make that a part of your newsletter, like a what's going well corner yeah. in your newsletter, just to point out things to people that might be in the trenches that don't realize, Hey, we're moving in this direction in the company or organization. And that's a positive thing. So highlight the positive. So create your own positive mm -hmm. newsletter, mm -hmm. I guess, if you will. Because if something goes wrong, it's, you know, it'll make the news. <laughs> so how, why don't we make uh, really cool things that are happening in our lives uh, be highlighted? Yeah. So that would be a, a really good thing to do. There are a few others, you know, even I, I was sort of thinking of giving a team some time to sort of let's stop and think about all those people, not around Thanksgiving, but some other time that we're thankful for. Yeah. Why don't we all send them a note? Send somebody a note, a leader, somebody in your community that's doing some really cool thing and let them know, you know, uh, I think that'll be a real powerful thing to do. So your book, what's going well, the question that changes everything and the 90 day companion journal. So there's, there's two books in that really it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, yeah. Apple, right. all those places. And then Greg Bell speaks, speaks.com is your, your website. Right. Um, yeah. what are you doing for speaking gigs? What am I doing? Yeah. Are you, do you go out and, and give <laughs> Talks to yeah. companies like what are you what are you doing from from a speaking standpoint yeah, on I've this been, book in particular yeah particularly on this book I've been I've, I've sort of been setting up some uh, engagements all over, all over the country talking mm -hmm. about what's going uh, to help them think about that organizationally okay. obviously just to go deeper thinking about putting on a conference at one point, you know, having a it's lot, lot of, of work. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you could help me. <laughs> and see ya. No, no, it's just sort of, I just want to, you know, for me, it's, uh, you know, I'm also a part of the, uh, TEDx Portland. And one of the things that, that, that Ted's are really great about is sort of this idea of ideas that spread. Mm -hmm. And then for me, I think having what's going well spread far and wide would just be really cool. Whatever mediums they, that, yeah. that happens in. I think that'd be really cool for people to talk about what's going well. It's funny when I wrote water, the bamboo, one of the, one of my hopes was that somebody would recommend the book to me and it was really funny. It happened twice. Oh no. So I says, Hey, you should read this book. The first time I wasn't really prepared. Cause this, your, your face isn't, it's on the back. Is it on the back? No, it's no, not it's on not the book even at all. The, yeah. That's, that's, that's why yeah. that makes sense. So I was in San Diego and this woman said, you should read this book. I said, nah, I know that guy. I'm not reading this book. Uh, but with what's going well, what I would hope is that somebody, you know, that I don't know, asked me that question one day, just come up and say, hey, what's going well? That'll just be cool. I just would like that to be in our vocabulary. I think with the way social media is nowadays, and I know you're not on it a ton, <laughs> uh, but I think like as, you know, everything's retweeted nowadays and everything's on Facebook, I think it could catch on. Yeah, I, I, think, I really, that. I do think that you will eventually so cool. see that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Just if, the, if everyone would do that, like I... It's sort of like this fantasy that if, you know, 7 billion people talked about what's going yeah. well in their lives, what, what would that be cool? Okay, half billion, anything. <laughs> like that would yeah. just be neat. I, yeah. I just think that would be fun. Parting wisdom for, for listeners. There's individuals on this podcast, uh, HR people, small business leaders. What do you want to tell them about this? The, the parting wisdom for me would be for them to really 
take time and reflect on things going well in their lives. I mean, particularly small things. I think that the big things we can see, but that would be it. Just sort of just focus on the things that are going well in your life. And when it catches on with you, spread it on to someone else. Give people the idea of that question and ask yourself great questions. Greg Bell, thank you for being part of the podcast. This is a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our blog at www.zeniumhr.com forward slash blog and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn to hear about the latest in HR and leadership. The information on today's episode is for educational purposes only and should not be taken as legal or customized advice for you or your organization. This podcast is hosted and fully produced by Brandon Laws, that's me, and created and owned by Zenium Resources, Inc. For more information or to contact us, visit www.zeniumhr.com.